Surprise! It's a bonus chapter! In this episode, I speak with Maddie from Blossoming with Bipolar on how to live a more fulfilled life. Enjoy! I just quickly wanted to add that the audio was a little bit funky, so if you hear like Maddie talking over me at the end, that's definitely not what she's doing. It was just the audio kind of got merged a little bit, um, I think because we were recording in separate spots and that um, that's what the app kind of did. So please don't blame her for talking over me. She definitely wasn't. Um, so yeah. Okay, enjoy guys. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Self-Love Book Podcast. Today I have Maddie from Blossoming with Bipolar with me today. Hey Maddie. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Good. Thank you so much for reaching out to me and um, proposing we have like a little chat together. I'm really excited about it and to have you on. So maybe we can just start with um, you introducing yourself, maybe talk a little bit more about what you do. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I'm Maddie, as you said. And um, yeah, so I have a blog. It's called um, Blossoming with Bipolar. And uh, it's a it started out as a blog where I wanted to, you know, start to share my story about my experience with bipolar disorder. Um, But it kind of blossomed, as you would say, into something more um, where it's it's just it's a place where I talk about mental health and about um, things I'm learning at the time about life and all that good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. No, I love that name blossoming with bipolar. I think it's so it's oh, I just love it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> it you. So well. um, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about what leads to a fulfilling life and, you know, what makes us feel fulfilled. So I guess I want to start out by asking you, what does a fulfilled life look for you? Look yeah, like- <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, so so this is actually something that um, has been on my heart a lot lately, and it's actually, I've been kind of realizing and coming to these realizations uh, very recently, um, but uh, to me, uh, it started out as this uh, this book I was reading. Um, it's called Untamed by Glennon Doyle, mm-hmm. and it was this uh, question that was asked, and it was, what is the truest, most beautiful story of your life that you can imagine? And when I read that, I was just like, wow, that is intense. <laughs> Mind opening, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, a fulfilled life is, it's, you know, it's living for more than just your day to day and getting through and, you know, getting a job and, and those like typical um, patterns, but it's about, uh, finding your purpose and, and pursuing that and kind of following, I believe that we all have like a spark within us. We all have those things that we're passionate about and we have gifts to bring to the world. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, I just think that it's about like listening to that and pursuing that. And that kind of leads to a fulfilled life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Love that. I, I want to read that book that you recommended. I remember I was reading that in your blog, The First Steps to Living a More Fulfilling Life, and you talked about that. And I was like, I need to add that book to my list. <laughs> yes, it is amazing. I, I've, I'm not actually done the book. I'm still like halfway through it. I'm savoring it because it's so good. <laughs> is it is it nonfiction or is it a fiction or like what kind of book is it? It's nonfiction. Okay, awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what about you? Like, what do you see a fulfilled life as? I feel like for me, it's just learning just to be happy with yourself and everything around you and just loving life. Um, I guess having meaningful friendships and relationships as well. I think that's so important to have people around you. I think it's such a human, um, like a basic human need to feel loved and wanted and um and also just not worrying about what others think of me at the same time because I feel like when you worry about what other people think about you then you let other people dictate your life yes Uh, so true (laughs) yeah um okay next question so how does your outlook on a fulfilled life relate to your self-love practice yeah well um what I have been finding is that um, as I've been um, kind of focusing on living a more like fulfilling and meaning- meaningful, purposeful life, um, I'm actually going to backtrack a bit because I have kind of a story that kind of leads to this, um, mm-hmm. if that's okay. Yeah, of <laughs> um, course, of course. Yeah, so I think I mentioned it in my article, but um, what happened is uh, uh, when I was in my undergraduate degree, so I was studying in university. Um, I was studying to become uh, a teacher. I was studying French and education. And um, that is what I had in my head of what I wanted to do since I graduated. And like all my, you know, all my summer jobs, all my volunteer work, everything. Like for five years, it was all devoted to that. Um, Yeah. And but then what kind of happened is in my third year, I started to get this this like gut feeling, um, you know, some people, yeah, they just think it's like their heart trying to tell them something. Um, some people think it's like a higher power, like God oh, trying to tell them something. Um, but like, I tried to suppress it, right? I tried to ignore it. And I was like, no, like, I'm on the right path. This is like a sure career path. I'm going to keep mm-hmm. going. Um, but it wasn't until I like graduated. So I actually graduated and I got accepted into like the teacher program. And then I was like, oh, wait, like, no, like, I can't do this. Like this. Yeah. Is, yeah like this is not going to lead to a fulfilling life. Um, yeah. I just kind of realized that this wasn't my passion. Uh, so that's kind of like my journey towards kind of realizing this. And so, um, so yeah. And then I just, I, realize my passion is like mental health and mental awareness. And so um, like I work for a mental health organization right now and I'm doing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm in the first steps, you know, I'm still on my journey. Um, But yeah. So anyways, back to the question. (laughs) That was my little tangent. No, it's all good. Yeah. um, But for my self-love practice, like I would say that as I've been focusing on um, my passions, like the the sparks inside me, like what um, my heart really loves, and what like you know people say like sets your soul on fire. Um, I've been finding that like the self love comes more naturally. Like I haven't had to uh, like consciously like work on it um, because I'm kind of staying true to myself. Um, whereas before, I thought that I um, I was kind of ignoring my like inner desires and what I wanted to live a fulfilling life um so yeah so I think like as I've been refocusing um I don't consciously think about self-love as much um but I've seen that it has grown uh, in in this like time yeah (laughs) yeah for sure I feel like self-love and self-care is like such a trendy 
yeah kind of trendy like new thing now like everyone's like you should you should uh practice so much self-love and self-care but I also feel like a lot of people don't even really know what it means because it's so personal exactly I feel like yeah um I feel like uh uh I feel like I think about myself a lot more now when I think about self-love like how and how um it leads to a fulfilled life like I think about what I want what I don't want what makes me feel uncomfortable and what doesn't whereas before I would always be worried about what others thought about me or like Mm -hmm. am I being selfish if I'm not helping this person if they're asking me for help but then like I feel so stressed so why like I feel like I'm overexerting myself and I never uh, like took a step back and thought about that I just thought okay like I gotta do this or else they're gonna think of me like as uh like not helpful selfish or whatever yeah. and um I just felt so burnt out so now like that I'm learning more about loving myself and like what that truly means to me personally it's just like it's it's a breath of fresh air because I feel like I'm actually listening to myself for once and I'm not like just relying on others because I learned that I'm I was super reliant on on other people's thoughts in order to make sure that I'm on the right path like I never trusted myself I never I never like believed that what I was doing was right I always had to make sure you know yeah oh I totally know what you mean it's like (laughs) um yeah I've always said like I'm like a people pleaser and like that sounds a good thing like at first but actually no because um you kind of ignore and you don't set as many boundaries um and and yeah, like that led me, honestly, like it led me to finish my degree, um, like to an extreme, like I, that was a lot of money and stuff too. And like, yeah, yeah. but like, I thought like, oh, like everyone says like, oh, I'll be a good teacher. And, and you know, I know I got a job um, and stuff like that. And I thought it was the responsible thing to do. Um, but yeah, I wasn't yeah. listening to myself. Like I wasn't trusting mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and now, like, I feel like when I start feeling that way, like, I start thinking, like, oh, what are other people going to think about me? They're going to think this, this and that. And now I'm kind of like, well, did they actually say that yet? Like, I don't know. They didn't. Like, it's been made up in my head right now. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> I'm, like, freaking myself out for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we get so caught up in in that fear of what other people will think and it prevents us from yeah pursuing things that would actually make us really really happy and doing things that make us happy um and like you know practicing self-care because like we were saying um if you get burnt out and um you do too much and you're you're giving too much and you're not giving to yourself like you won't be able to give to other people right exactly yeah we all we all have our limits and we shouldn't push them like we should listen to our bodies and our minds (laughs) yes that's so important but it's so funny how I feel like we're kind of taught I don't know who teaches us but kind of like society that we're not really supposed to trust our own intuition like there's all these um you know set out plans for like young people you know you have to go to school you have to get a job you have to do this and this and and um yeah it kind of makes us like not stop and think like okay what am I actually passionate about like what do I actually want to do um so yeah yeah totally agree like I feel like it's so crazy to think about how like systemic our world is like everything is like set out for us like in a there's like a proper way that that we're told to do things like we need to 
get an education we need to get a good job and then we need to like have a family yeah. you know like that like the rules of life when that's just I feel like right now in our generation like it's that's just not the case like we're seeing people in their 30s just like not having kids like yeah. you know it's like changing and I love that yeah like so I feel like it's it's just yeah it's just great yeah I think people are finally realizing that they don't have to follow that like path um because yeah it's so restricting and I feel like also um there's like conflicting rules that society like lays out it's like okay you have to do all these things like get a job and um you know go to school in your 20s you know stuff like that but then everyone's also Mm -hmm. saying like oh but your 20s are like the years for you to you know have fun and and explore (laughs) but it's like those are totally conflicting like that's not (laughs) that doesn't make any sense yeah exactly it's so personal like everybody has a different journey everyone has a different outlook on life if something if that if that plan like going to school getting married and all that before 30 having kids is for you then that's for you and there's no judgment there but there's a lot of people that don't follow that path and I feel like they're made to feel like almost guilty in a way Mm -hmm. that that's not what they're doing or like people who are in their mid-30s who haven't have a child they're like people are like when are you gonna have a kid are you freezing your eggs or yeah <laughs> like none of your business actually <laughs> um yeah like they can do what they want with their life they don't necessarily have to have children especially during this economy I don't think it's... oh totally <laughs> yeah um yeah um, yeah, yeah that's the thing is it's like um if we want to live a fulfilling life like what we're talking about I think sometimes that looks like going against the norms like sometimes that doesn't look like that pattern right that like traditional pattern and I think sometimes that freaks people out um but Mm -hmm. I think like yeah it's not going to be just because you realize like oh I'm passionate about this doesn't mean from then on your life is going to be easy and laid out for you Uh, but I think in the end it can lead to something a lot more meaningful and um yeah just like an end result of of yeah just more fulfillment and um happiness too so yeah I think happiness like as long as you're happy in the end of what with what you're doing then that's all that should matter like you don't need you don't need to uh, make sure that other people are happy that you're happy you know what I mean like even sometimes when it comes to maybe your parents want something for you and you don't want it like it's not really their life I know like you know people want to respect their parents but um at the end of the day like if you're not happy with what you're doing in life then you're not living your life for you exactly yeah that's so good yeah um and another thing is it's like it's never too late to change your mind um because I kind of yeah like I had that thought like I was like oh well it's too late I'm already in the teacher program like I'm already on that path even when I was in my third year at university um I was like oh it's like too late like I can't change my mind now but it's like actually I'm I'm only 23 like actually I can change my mind like that's okay yeah you're so young (laughs) that is so yeah no you're you're totally fine you could change your mind in even five right who cares (laughs) yeah 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 so what do you do for yourself in terms of self-love okay yeah what do I do I think for me it's really about um, what people call self-care. But of course, there's, there's this whole movement of self-care and um, sometimes there's different definitions. Uh, but basically, um, what that means to me is like listening to my body and respecting 
what my body needs. Um, but that also includes like my mental health too. Um, so, mm-hmm. so I believe that like when I am taking care of myself, listening to what I, my body needs, then that means like I'm showing my, my body that I love, like I love myself, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So like things for me, like, you know, I have um, bipolar disorders. So there's certain routines that I follow that um, kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm really interested about yeah. that because I, I'm not very educated in that. So I would love for you to enlighten. Oh, me. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we I was totally I can also backtrack because um, I didn't yeah. explain too much in the beginning. Um, so yeah, so bipolar disorder, um, I was diagnosed when I was 14. So that was like almost mm-hmm. 10 years ago now. Um, and it's pretty that was actually pretty young to be diagnosed. Um, but of course, everyone's experience is different. I have bipolar one disorder. And um, my experience before I was diagnosed was basically for the whole year of grade nine. Um, I experienced what doctors call rapid cycling, which means that for two weeks, I would be in a very, very like deep depression. You know, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't go to school. I'd never experienced anything like that before. Um, But then Mm -hmm. the other two weeks, I would feel like really good, but it was like too good. Um, And that's called hypomania. And what that means is it's like an elevated mood. You have um, more energy and um, you feel like you don't need sleep and you have all this motivation. Um, But Mm -hmm. but it's not always like a positive thing. Like you can be very impulsive and and stuff like that. And so like a lot of grade nine is very blurry to me, you know, because I was going through that and my family had no idea. I had no idea. Um, So that's like a really short version of it. And basically, in the end, um, I, I was uh, diagnosed with like anxiety and depression, which was not like wrong, because like, I was experiencing anxiety and depression. um, But I was Mm -hmm. given a medication that then um, uh, it triggered a manic episode. And manic means it's like a more intense version of the hypomania and uh mm-hmm. again yeah it's like that elevated mood um but you're more engaging in like an impulsive like dangerous behavior and stuff like that um and basically you're, you're just like not yourself right there's like a chemical right. imbalance in my brain all that stuff um but because of that it like you know it's kind of a blessing in disguise i was hospitalized and then i was diagnosed um with bipolar disorder and um, wow. yeah, and I, I was honestly, I was really relieved. Grateful. Yeah, it must have felt so yeah. good to finally know. Exactly. Right? Like, okay, yeah, it was like a really hard year, but I finally knew what was going on. And so then I could start getting treatment. Um, so what that looks like today, like in, in regards to like myself, love, my self-care, um, I, I'm pretty like stable. So like I've been relatively stable for like basically since I was diagnosed so I haven't had those like extreme ups and downs um Mm -hmm. but I I still experience anxiety like I have a generalized anxiety disorder um and I do go through Mm -hmm. periods of like deep depression like sometimes it's like a seasonal um but I still have like chemical imbalances in my brain um so yeah coming back finally to the the self-care and the the self-love um kind of practices is is I have to kind of keep that routine routine is really important um 
mm-hmm. like having a regular sleep schedule. Um, I take medication, um, but also like walking, moving my body. Uh, that's one thing that um, I like. I I practice is uh, not always forcing myself to like have a very strict exercise routine, um, just because yeah. even though it's really helpful when I'm really depressed. Um, I sometimes I can't go to bed so that's just not very uh it's yeah. <laughs> not very realistic um so moving my yeah. body just means like hey maybe I can't do a strength workout that day but I'll go out for a long walk or um I'll do like a dance workout or something like that yeah um, yeah. yeah and um and like I also do therapy uh I, I also drink a lot of tea <laughs> mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think a the big a big thing that I've been learning lately um, is is allowing myself to feel my emotions and not like judging my emotions and like knowing that some days I'm going to have a bad day and like allowing myself to feel that instead of trying to like mm-hmm. avoid that. Um, so yeah, that's my long winded answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. So many good little self love tips yeah. there. So. Yeah, I think walks are so amazing. I just recently started doing them and I feel like they're just so grounding. Like when I, those days, like, yeah, you, you don't want to do a whole workout because sometimes when you work out, it's like, like you kind of mentally have to prepare yourself, yeah. right? You're like, okay, I'm going to do like this <laughs> intense workout for myself. And some days you're just like, I don't really feel like it. Like that's a lot of my energy going out. And like, I just feel sad today. And like, I just, I don't think I could do it so I think just getting out for a little bit whether it's just for a walk or you know even if you just stay in bed and have a cup of tea yeah. like you said like that's so that's self-care that's self-care. Mm-hmm, exactly yeah like like being flexible with yourself I think is just so important because I'll have weeks where you know I feel like doing a bunch of home workouts you know we're all doing home workouts because of quarantine and stuff yeah (laughs) um like yeah sometimes (laughs) I feel like like doing like hit workouts and and those kind of things but I just find that when I put um too much pressure on that um then uh I just like can't I just don't do it (laughs) yeah I feel the exact same way exact same way and I want to go back to when you were saying that um you kind of let yourself feel things instead of avoiding it like one of my favorite quotes is you have to go you have to go through what you no you have to grow through what you go Mm, yeah that's so good so you can't you can't avoid your emotions or they're just always gonna be in the back of your mind somewhere and they're just gonna unleash and you're gonna explode and you're gonna project onto someone or something (laughs) so it's so important to actually feel what you need to feel and um yeah. yeah, that's a huge one for me, too, because I used to always avoid it. Like, I would feel the anxiety of something, and I would just try and block it out. But then, like, the next time something similar happened or a similar situation, that anxiety would, like, pile on, and I would feel so, like, I would feel like I would just have to burst out into tears yeah. or something. I'm like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, no, I totally, I, I feel that. Um, <laughs> And, like, I think it also relates to, like, living a fulfilling life. Like, I think of fulfilling also of like kind of like holistic like um like I, mm-hmm. I think that the point of life isn't always to be happy all the time like we're still going to feel sad and feel like 
you know, angry and those kind of things. Um, but life is about living, right? It's about experiencing and feeling and, and where we were made to feel like we weren't made to try to avoid or numb emotions, right? Um, yeah, and yeah. I think a lot of us, like I know I have like spent so much time and energy trying to avoid and like push down and numb emotions instead of just like feeling them. And I feel like that um, it helps to process them and stuff like that. Definitely, definitely. Um, I wanted to also talk about like um, uh, what what I think um lead some more yeah. life oh, definitely <laughs> barging in on like that but um I wanted to add something yes. here I forgot I feel like practicing gratitude mm-hmm. is something I've learned recently and um like before I would just you know if being polite saying thank you here and there but like I never really thought about like what it really means to feel gratitude for everything in your life and how much um that will come back to you uh-huh. so what I'm trying to say is like when you practice gratitude then you always kind of feel like you like you're in the right attitude when you practice. Yo, I love that. Look at you with all these good Um, sayings. I love that. (laughs) Like, okay, so you know, when you show gratitude, you're showing appreciation, you're showing love, patience, forgiveness, like everything. You know? So I feel like when you're grateful for everything that you have, whether it's friends, family, food, water, your eyesight, your hair, like anything, smallest thing to the biggest thing, like as long as you're consistently giving gratitude to everything you already have, even if you don't have everything you want yet, then you start to realize how abundant you already mm-hmm. are. So true. Um, I've been reading this book called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. And um, it's, I don't know if you ever heard about the law. I've of heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been so obsessed with it um, recently. But basically, the law of attraction is when uh, uh, what you think will reflect into your reality and you'll attract those things mm. to you and it's it's it sounds a lot more complicated than <laughs> it really is um <laughs> I won't get all into it right now but um what am I talking about okay yeah so the magic is kind of basically based on um law of attraction so this whole book is kind of like a 28 day challenge I think I'm on like day eight or nine right now but every single day is like a challenge for you to show gratitude for something Mm -hmm. so um yesterday I did what was the gratitude so yesterday I think it was give gratitude to everything you eat and drink so before you take a sip of water even or take a bite of food like just feel so grateful that you have fresh water fresh food in front of you and then like when you take your first bite it's gonna taste so (laughs) much better the water is gonna like quench your thirst like times a million like it's just gonna be amazing and then there is also a practice where um you just take any uh bill that you have and then you write on the like put a sticky note on the bill and you write um thank you for all the money that I've been given and then throughout the day I think it was like take out the bill four times a day and read it and really feel grateful for it and then think about everything in your life right now like I'm sitting in my room right now and I'm just like and I think about that thank you for everything that I've been given like I'm just like even my bed like all my books my pillowcase like everything like even the smallest things like 
you paid for that or your parents paid for that or somebody gave you money for that or you know your job gave you money for that so everything around you is money and everything around you is abundance so like I'm just like soaking this in right now and I'm just feeling so grateful for everything like when I go out for a walk I'm like thank you for all the beautiful like trees around me that gave me all this fresh oxygen it's just like and like I'm just feeling like it puts my mood up so much higher and like I just feel it's so great. cool. Yeah, no, I've definitely heard of, of that, um, like the law of attraction and stuff. And um, what I find really cool is that those kind of ideas of um, like, you know, really being grateful and being present um, and reflecting on that. Uh, I think it, it, it's like reflected across a lot of different um concepts and views and even like spiritualities like there's a law of attraction Mm -hmm. but people also practice that um yeah like in different religions for example and it's just interesting to like examine like the communalities about the these like practices that all come back to the same core thing and it's about um being grateful um which leads to love and then which leads to a more fulfilling life because you're more present and um and yeah you're just able to soak it all in and i i've just been kind of um loving that lately just seeing all these people from different uh belief systems and and like things that they practice but like all these like core ideas um that all like bring us um back to this place (laughs) if that makes sense (laughs) yeah no totally totally so okay do you have any future goals or any next steps to do with your blog or on your Instagram or anything? Yeah, I mean, right now I I am I'm trying to just focus on how um it's just been really bringing me a lot of joy and abundance and connection. Um it's really cool to to hear from people um, who, you know, read my blog and, and can relate to it or, you know, people I'm connecting with, um, on Instagram, like you, um, and just like, you know, it's mm-hmm. growing that community. And I, I just, I've been loving that. And so I'm kind of just going with the flow and like letting things unfold naturally. Um, but yeah, definitely just wanting to kind of, uh, establish that, that community, online um where i can like reach people with my messages um but also just connect with people and learn from others because i think that that's so um powerful and stuff like that um i think one day if i let myself like dream um i'd love to like write a book <laughs> oh that would be i can totally see <laughs> thank you that. yeah but that's like i don't know that's you know i've been allowing myself to dream a lot lately because i think we should all do that um that's definitely something mm-hmm. um that i dream about so yeah yeah i feel like you 100% can do it you can make all your dreams <laughs> you <a> too <laughs> I know that sounds so cheesy but honestly if you want it you get yeah, it you know totally <laughs> I love it I-, I wanted to know like really like uh like what self-love means to you like what like what is like the definition of it for you like, what do you think of it as <laughs> I think for me I when I used to think about self-love I would just literally think about people feeling like really good about themselves and like feeling really confident and now that I've like been going through like my own kind of journey with it it's yeah it's a lot (laughs) 
I feel like self-love is like taking care of yourself, respecting yourself, listening to your body, wanting to work on yourself and understanding how worthy you truly are and to like not overwork yourself you know just little things even like just stop eating yeah. when you feel full don't push yourself when you feel peer pressure like listen to your intuition like when you make a mistake forgive yourself and then also learn to take ownership of everything that you do and say even um, if it was something negative then take the steps to learn from it and then be able to apologize and own up to what you've done um I think self, yeah, it's just, a, it's a lot of forgiveness, mm-hmm. self-love. Yeah, I love that forgiveness. Cool. Um, nice. And yeah, so, so when yeah. you think of self-love, like, do you think of it as something that um, we all need to develop, like a skill? Um, or do you think that it's kind of something that uh, maybe when we're younger or originally, like, it comes natural, like, it, like, it's kind of already inside us, but we have to, like, rediscover it, if you know what I mean? Like, what do you think? it is yeah yeah part like I honestly think we're all born with self-love I think um being loved and feeling worthy is our birthright like I think we're taught that we're not good enough and we're taught to compare ourselves to others so like think about babies right babies they just cry and cry and cry until they get their way like (laughs) they may not understand like the concept of self-love but they know that they're deserving you know like to feel wanted safe and worthy and loved like I think like again it's just our birthright to feel self-love um to feel loved um but we get we get taught that we're not good enough we get taught to compare ourselves to others so it can be anything from like your parents saying well look at your sister like your older sister look what they did and or maybe it's even like a teacher that you know someone does good like in a test and then they put the test up and they're like everyone should follow this person because they yeah, did it right yeah kind totally. of thing yeah I feel like we get just we get taught to feel less than and we always need to work harder that there's someone always better than us and we get taught to be competitive to be better than anyone else and and honestly I think that sucks like it's not often that we get told like just being ourselves or trying our best is truly good enough like I mean people do say that but I feel like it's not it's not like the main focus I feel like it's always like we have to get to the top we have to right. be best, yeah. best you know and um even if we do get told like oh yeah, uh, being your best is good enough I feel like we're just so conditioned to hearing there's always someone better than you so it just it diminishes our whatever we do succeed in so easily because we just keep thinking like oh yeah I did my best but you know this person's even better than me this person has yeah. more followers than me or whatever like even if we work so hard to get to a certain point we just hear that in the back of our minds and I just I just hate that like I I personally like I don't think we need to be better than anyone else we just need to do our best and and if our best doesn't look good enough for us then we keep working to get better for ourselves for our own satisfaction like when you start doing things just for approval of others or to show off or bragging rights like I think yeah that's, that's so, so true like it's internal like like it, it's from the inside out like it's not from the outside in right like I think from the outside totally. in is is yeah. what we learn like you were saying as we're growing up um, all these things that we're supposed to be and and comparing ourselves those kind of things come from the outside and they affect our inside but when we like rediscover this this love um 
and and discover like oh like there's more to life than this like life can be more fulfilling like it comes from the inside out and yeah we don't need to be better than anybody else it's about ourselves like like fulfilling what we desire and dream about and what our purpose is love that yeah, for sure um what about you like uh, uh what are your like future goals um uh and like to do with this podcast and and just in general too I'm just curious more about you like I I kind of want this podcast to end up being my job like right now like I'm not like getting monetized from it or anything like that um but it's just fun for me like I kind of started this podcast out of like just really going through like really really like a bad bad depression and um I was like I I just remember like laying in bed and crying and just literally not being able to function for weeks and then it, at just one point I was just like what am I doing like what am I doing like I can't be doing this and I was like I'm never gonna let myself feel like this again and that kind of just snapped and like I just gone up and I was like hey what can I do now to like make myself feel better what can I do um to provide like an outlet for me because before I actually did like a I was in a lot of therapy like I was going to therapy like during that time that it was really bad with my depression I was going like four times a week and like that's a lot I know but that was like for maybe two or three weeks and then it just went down to two times a week and then once a week and then once every two weeks and then I I saw like a few different um therapists and um they were really nice like here's the thing therapists I mean they're they all yeah. they have to be really nice right but um <laughs> so I kind of started and like just so I did a psych degree and so I kind of already know cool. how it works <laughs> when it comes to therapy and like I know what they're going to try and get at and what they're trying to say and what they're trying to get you to do so I kind of already predicted what they would try and do with me and ask me and all that and then after like when I first started doing therapy like I just couldn't stop crying like I would not even be able to get through a session like I would just cry and cry and cry and cry and then like they would give me like a a task you know like maybe Mm -hmm. you should do some journaling and maybe you could write a letter maybe you could you know go out and do something fun and then I'm like okay but how is that really helping me like I feel like you know some like I'm not right it's not clicking to me that like I really can't yeah. to do that you know like I was just like okay it just feels like homework so I was just like uh like I don't think I should even do therapy anymore like I feel like it's actually not really helping me um so I kind of just stopped um and then I was like I feel like I'm like every time I try to talk to him about stuff like it like I feel like I'm talking to you better than I'm talking to me yeah <laughs> like I don't know yeah like, I, you know like it feels like it it definitely feels like um a different relationship like you know right, the authority right, right. relationship kind of thing so um I know I know therapy like you're very it's it's a space to be open and vulnerable but for some reason like yeah. I just couldn't get there like I I don't know um because I feel like a, when I was like trying to vent it out like they were just like yeah mm-hmm. it's okay to feel that way <laughs> and I was like okay oh my gosh I me? totally had that yeah and I think like that's like I think it's part of their job too like they're just supposed to talk you through it and kind of allow you to 
to get it out but sometimes it's like i need you to, no. to like help me like i need you to do something practical yeah. or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, and I completely understand that, that that is part of their job. But see, that's the thing. Like, I couldn't, like, I wasn't feeling like it was really actually helping me. Like, me going on YouTube after my therapy sessions and, like, looking up how to meditate and, like, changing my mindset, that kind of thing. Like, that that's what really helped me. And I was like, why am I paying for therapy right now when I'm just, I'm working on myself. And, like, I think I'm doing, like, way better than, like, talking yeah. um to the therapist so I kind of just stopped going to therapy and then like one day I was kind of like why nice. did I start a podcast like then like I was like this is literally and I just like the my first episode like I don't even know what I was even talking about like I was just talking and then like I named it like I named I think it was just like do you love yourself or something and then like I was like okay this is gonna be like my little diary like my self-love book and then like I'm gonna call each episode Aww. like a chapter and then like I'm just gonna like keep like going through all these chapters of like growing every week and see where I'm at and like I love that that's so, so awesome so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was so yeah basically yeah that's so that's so cool how um how like yeah you kind of started it as as yeah it's like a therapeutic outlet um I think that's super cool and I think you and I are similar in a lot of ways um yeah (laughs) but like yeah it's funny because like that's also like with my blog it was a very um similar of course our journeys are different but it was like yeah I was in a deep depression I would like I need something like positive to focus on or like an outlet or you know something and and so I think that's that's really cool and you know everyone suddenly like everyone like has something that works for them and they have things that don't work for them right like you know there's all these these resources Mm -hmm. and um processes and practices all there's so much out there um but I think it's really about finding like what works for us 100 percent um yeah, I feel like I, I'm just gonna like, I don't know, I feel like I just want to keep going with this podcast. If I, someone wants to sponsor me, like, I'm totally <laughs> yeah, you know, what? you you can do it. You're putting it out there, right? And like, and like, that's what I've been really allowing myself to do lately is dream. Like, you know, that doesn't have to be just dream. Like that can be like a plan that can be a goal, right? Yeah. 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 I love that. That's, that's like yeah. the best way of looking at things that like you know you can achieve like don't just dream it just actually exactly. believe you can do it yeah I don't know maybe like in the future um and like uh I feel like maybe I want to come out with some merch or something um there also something I want to do when I retire is um <laughs> open up an animal sanctuary because I just Aww. love animals I think they're so therapeutic like I want to open up like a animal sanctuary for like dogs um, like I want to rescue them from like the meat trades from like Asia, and then I also want to rescue like the senior ones that like nobody wants to adopt. Like that's that amazing, and that's the thing. Me. Like, like you're you, you, that doesn't have to be just a dream. Like you can be like, I'm going to do that. You know what? When yeah. I retire, I'm going to do that. And same with me. I can be like, I was like, oh, like maybe one day I'll write a book. It's like, no, you know what? One day. I'm gonna do it. No, you're gonna write a book. <laughs> it's gonna be on the number one bestseller list. Oh yeah, this is great. Awesome. I feel like we're just like putting it out in the universe right now, and then we're just gonna like look <laughs> back, hopefully, in like a 
I don't know, 10 years or so, and we'll be like, remember we did that podcast and we were like manifesting all these things <laughs> happening to us? And like, no, no, no. Totally. Like, Super so cool. Amazing. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add before we I think just like, thank you so here? much for having me on the podcast. I feel super honored and um, I just had a really, really good time. And I think we talked about so many different things. And um, yeah, it was just a, uh, very encouraging um for me and yeah super good <laughs> no same with me I feel the exact same way I'm so happy you came on and um I'm it was a great conversation it was like it flowed really well like this is our like in case you guys don't know this is the <laughs> yeah. first time we've ever spoken to each other <laughs> like we've just been talking on Instagram and like email but this is like I love this like it just feels like exactly between old friends right. you know what I mean <laughs> okay so you guys can go check out her blog it is blossomingwithbipolar.com and then yeah. also your instagram is the same right yeah okay instagram at blossoming with bipolar okay thank you so much maddie for joining me today it was such great fun and um yeah, for sure thank you hope you all enjoyed this episode if you haven't already please make sure you subscribe to this podcast and rate it on itunes or spotify you can also follow me on instagram at the self-love book podcast to interact with me on there i am taking a break for the rest of december and i'll be back in january for season two of the self-love book podcast I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful for all of you and appreciate all the sweet messages I get from some of you on Instagram. It it just genuinely makes me so, so happy to know that I'm even helping out a few people feel a little bit more relatable and dealing with their own mental health struggles. So yeah, I hope everyone has a very happy holiday, a beautiful Christmas, and a happy new year. Bye, guys.